Well, boys, what are you going to sing? The squeezer was not any use. A lemon without any juice.
because you might mess up the key, break the key. Oh. But I normally use it in kind of like just throw it in there, mm-hmm. like bung the pizza in the oven, like something quick and easy and care, mm-hmm. like without a lot of care taken or having to be taken. That makes sense to me. Yeah, and it works for the instant pot. Yeah. Um, it's informal, um, and that's that's what bung means in a verb. Or a verb. Sure. Throw it in without a care. Yeah. Yeah. Bunged, the adjective, B-U-N-G. It's all bunged. E-D, bunged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you might say something is bunged up. Do you know what that means? Like damaged? No. Oh, then no. It's not banged up. It doesn't okay. mean saying bunged or up. Or bonged up. <laughs> bunged Chandler up. Chandler binged up. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, bunged up is blocked. Have you never heard me say this? I suppose I haven't been ill, particularly this year with the quarantine. But, you know, if I'm all bunged up, that means I'm like snotty and I've got... My, oh, my I thought that just meant like effed up. <laughs> I feel all effed up. No, bunged up means like blocked or but that's, stuffed. But that's also an accurate description. I feel yeah, all... Yeah, you could say the sink was bunged up. You could say your nose was bunged up. Okay. Yeah, it just means blocked. So that's the bung in the adjective sense. So I'm, I'm guessing this is a... a Prediction mm. that a bung is a blockage. Ooh, close. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's much more specific than that. Okay. A bung is a round piece of wood, what? Cork or rubber, which you use to close a hole in a container such as a barrel or flask. Like so a, you know like when a those. Cork or yeah, a stopper. like you know on those cartoons with those big barrels and they have a hole in the side. Right. That, that thing that, that plugs thing the hole is called a bung. The, yeah. That's like the form, the, the official name for that. I mean, I just thought it was like a cork or a... Or like... Wait, I'm going to blow your mind even further. Uh-huh. The hole that that bung blocks... No. Don't. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare say that it actually means something. It's called a bung hole. Oh, my God. I've been saying bung hole forever. <laughs> uh, you uh, have? Uh, okay. What do you mean you've been saying bung hole forever? Not bum hole. Bunghole. I know. It um, really sounds the same when I pronounce it, so I feel like I should spell it out for any international listeners. B-U-N-G-H-O-L-E. B-U-N-G-H-O-L-E. Yeah. I'm not saying B-U-M-H-O-L-E. Very different things. Right, right. But this is... Okay. I know that you're familiar with, but I would doubt that you've ever seen an episode of Beavis and Butthead. Correct. Okay. So, what you wouldn't know is one of the more famous recurring bits from the hit MTV 90s animated series Beavis and Butthead, mm-hmm. starring Mike Judge as Beavis and Mike Judge as Butthead. Right. Um, is that at various times, for various reasons, Beavis would revert into an alter ego called Cornholio, where he would pull his shirt up over his head. I'm demonstrating uh, for those of you listening. He's, but, he is genuinely demonstrating. And, There's and, no need for this. No one asked for it. And holds his hands up and says, <laughs> I'm not going to attempt to do the voice, but he says, I am Cornholio. I need TP for my bunghole. My shirt's back down now. He um, says that? He says that. That's that's the... And he thinks that's just nonsense? Because it doesn't make any sense. He's, he's, he wants toilet paper for the hole the in hole the side of, of a bar- barrel? Right. So... I believe, as I believe about everyone else of my particular generation, <laughs> people a little bit older than me. I was a little bit young for Beavis and Butthead when it was a thing, but um, I think it was like maybe like, you know, my older siblings, like my sister is six and a half years older, so she probably uh, had... Hey, you, this conversation's going, bring it back. Right, right, right. Ran it in. But bunghole. <laughs> we all assumed that bunghole was just Beavis slash Cornholio's fun of way of saying butthole. 
bunghole. No, bunghole but is a real thing. But now to know that bunghole is an actual thing with <laughs> yeah. an actual meaning that you would not use toilet paper for is no. incredible. In fact, toilet paper would be the worst thing to use instead of a bung. If you were trying to fill a bunghole and you didn't have a bung, toilet paper would probably be the worst thing because it would disintegrate. It would yeah. absorb all the liquid inside the barrel. Whatever, water, air, it would oil. Just disintegrate yeah yeah monkeys whatever you keep in a barrel <laughs> barrel of monkeys whiskey yeah most likely whiskey yeah probably whiskey um so yeah that that was surprising to me um it can also mean then in a sense um it's also sometimes used in relation to this meaning as as a verb again to mean to close or seal something Okay. If you bung it, you're closing or sealing it. In the same way, if you were to use a bung, you would be sealing Sure, the to barrel. like torque something shut. Yeah. yeah. Bung the wine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, the, those, those rubber stoppers that are like pointy, do they call those? Are those also bungs? You know what I'm talking about? I think it's more referring like to, uh, the way I think about it is those big barrels with like. Sure that cork and that huge like so it really just refers to a... i think when it comes to wine it's a cork right i don't know yeah maybe it's but, a bung well but i'm saying in the okay maybe it wouldn't be called a bung but you you could say bung the wine oh in the set in the verb sense yeah. yeah okay yeah close or seal the wine right yeah you could bung it there's more meanings oh goodness okay yeah um so there's another idiom that's sometimes said in England. So we're talking about bung it in. Right. Like you bung it in the oven. Yeah. You bung it in the instant pot. Um, there's another phrase called bung it on in England. Do you have any idea what bung it on might mean? I'll give you a clue. It's completely unrelated to everything we've just been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that I am of no, I have no idea. I mean, if, if, you're, if your big clue is... Ignore everything we've already <laughs> learned, then I'm afraid I'm drawing a blank. This time, this one means if you bung it on, it means you're acting in a pretentious way. Okay, use it in a sentence. Um, uh, <laughs> Freddie was bunging it on at dinner the other night. Okay, again, you're queen of the super general <laughs> sentences. Um, <laughs> It means like, like acting, what, acting higher what, class, what did he, acting fancy. What did he do? Like, you know, if someone acts pretentious, like, I don't know. How uh, would you describe Freddie that? was going off about all the Akira Kurosawa movies he's seen in the last yeah, year. He was really at, bunging it on. Yeah, or talking yeah. about trying uh, to impress a, a book. Yeah. Like, that, that, you know, has a lot of long words in it. Right. Or, you know, whatever you would deem as pretentious. I guess people... See different things as he, he was describing his collection of orchids to his boss. He was really bunging it on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was talking about how much money he earns. Yeah. That kind of thing. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's even more definitions to bung. Um, other definitions in slang include bung meaning a gratuity or tip. So that's, you could give someone a bung and it would be a tip. Oh, okay. <laughs> or a bribe. Okay. So you could bung someone and you would be bribing them. Whoa, these are all these are all so different. So we're already talking about the noun, the the stopper. And there's a lot of them I haven't used or knew before this. Like I knew obviously bung it in, that's what I say. Right. 
I knew that if I was bunged up, because that's when I say to right. block nose, I had no idea that a bung was a round piece of rubber cork or wood. I had no idea about the bung holes. And I also didn't know that you could use it as a verb to close or seal something. Bung it on, I have kind of heard of, but I'd never used it before. But this one, in terms of gratuity tip or bribe, I've never used this, I must admit. I've never sure. heard someone say, I'm going to give him a bung. Did you get because a, I'd be like, you can what now? Did you get a location of origin or anything? Um, England. These ones, these are all British. Oh, no, I mean like a, a region like within England. No, there, it, it didn't have any. Sometimes you're right. They talk about how it's more um, based in the north of England. But this was just... Um, just said generally British. There were even more meanings to the word bung, but they were specific to Australia, and I just thought it would it was it was confusing me already the amount that we already had. So I thought I'd lay it there. Sure. Um, there's one more meaning that I want to add here, and that's um, bung up. Okay. So well, you can already say that someone's been bunged up, but yeah, you could say something's bunged up in terms of it being blocked. Oh, but this comes... Actually, you got this right earlier, and I said you were wrong, but um, you were right. This is uh, bruised or damaged. Somebody's been bunged up. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I could have sworn that you'd said that someone had been bunged up. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't use that one as much as having a blocked nose. So if you were like, oh, Pete got bunged up, I'd be like, oh, he's got a really bad case of the flu. Sure. Do you? Does he need Kleenex? You figure it out from context. Yeah, you'd have to figure it out from context. Like... Uh, Pete was at the pub last night and he got really bunged up on yeah. the way home. He'd be like, oh, okay. I feel like people would more likely say banged up these mm-hmm. days. So what if I said uh, Pete was at the bar last night and he kissed a girl. Turned out she had a cold and then he got in a car accident. And he's pretty bunged up. <laughs> <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, yeah. did he need an ice pack and Kleenex? And then while he was at the bar, they brought out a barrel and the barrel had a bunghole in it. And so he took the bung and he bunged up the bunghole. Ah, I lost you it. I had more. Yeah, you didn't use all of them. <laughs> yeah. You, you couldn't. But it was a There's good try. Many. Thank you. If you can come up with a sentence using every definition that we've just put out there yeah, about bung, us. then please do send it to us. We'd love to hear a story where the word bung is used in... How many different ways have I got? One, two, three, four... Five, six, seven, eight, nine, if you count bunghole, different uses of the word. Wow. And there's one I even well, missed bunghole, out. Well, bunghole and bung, I think those are like, those are, bunghole and bung for the stopper, I think those are kind of one definition. Okay. I would argue. Oh, okay. If we're keeping, if you know, if you want to keep a tally, that seems like There's cheating. a lot is yeah. all I was trying to say. And I want to also share one more um, word or phrase with you that I'd never heard before but found when I was looking it up. and. Mm-hmm. Now you have the knowledge. You can tell me what you think this means. Bung nipper. Um, someone who, I don't know, someone who goes for the, goes right for the bung. Some, oh, someone maybe like, okay, so if you said uh, acting all, uh, acting all bunged up, bunging it up, um, like maybe that's someone who like nips on people's coattails and tries to become successful but actually has nothing going on for themselves. Oh, you're thinking of the bung it on definition. Yeah, bung it on. Thank you. Um, no. Okay. But good guess. All right. That was, you know, you told me to guess. That was a good guess. Um, I like to be right. Bung nipper, and nipper as in N-I-P-P-E-R. Mm-hmm. Uh, like nip, nip means like bite or chew or something. Like bite at. Nip. Yeah, I can. Or mm-hmm. like pinch. 
Pinch. Yeah, okay, like a crab. Like pinch. Yeah, yeah. like a crab. A pinch. Nips. Yeah. Um, or a, a puppy can nip you instead sure. of like a full bite. Like, right. Like a pinch. Like a, so- a soft, yeah. Well, a bung nipper is a pickpocket. It's another word for a pickpocket. Oh. Uh, they think it's dr- drawn to the meaning um, gratuity tip or bribe. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like money. money. Yeah. yeah. The bung, yeah. The bung nipper. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very funny word for a pickpocket. Don't go near him. He's a bung nipper. He'll have your bung hole. He'll nick the bung from your bung hole. He's a bung nipper. <laughs> That's great. This is interesting. I, th- I think, I mean, we talked about nicked in an earlier episode mm-hmm. not long ago. And nip is pretty close. Nip. Or nick. What do you mean? Like in terms of sound? Yeah. Or? Yeah. I mean, not in terms of meaning. I mean, I'd have to look it you up. You say bung nicker. Bung nicker? Yeah. Always into nick bungs? Yeah. He nicked my bung. <laughs> you could say he nicked my bung. Yeah. This if is you're talking like, about the noun. This is sounding like, you know, sometimes the, those videos will float around um, that are like Brits saying there's Americans nearby. Let's speak in British only. And then <laughs> yeah. they just rattle off, a, you know, they rattle off all the different idioms they can think of. Um, uh, I feel like, <laughs> like he nicked my bung. Uh, uh, saws, you know, like that's <laughs> just cram. That sounds like the only time that would come up is in the a parody of the British language. It's not something I've ever heard before. I must yeah. admit, I had no idea there was this extent to uh, the word bung. But um, it was super hard to find the origin of the the original phrase we started with bung it in. Mm-hmm. But um, did you find things for other things? Yeah, okay. I did. Um, I couldn't find anything for bung it in and when it started to mean like throw or chuck or mm-hmm. sling and all that kind of stuff. Um, I did find some pretty uh, persuasive arguments for um, where the use in terms of gratuity tip or a bribe comes from. Um, and that's a 16th century old English um, word pung, which means purse. Okay. Um, and then they, they believe it just changed over time to bung. But it was originally pung, old English term from the 16th century that just meant purse. And to be fair, that makes bung nipper make a little bit more sense. Sure. Because it's like... Pung pur- nipper. Pung nipper or purse yeah. nipper. Okay. Somebody who pinches your that purse. Makes, that makes a bribe make yeah, sense. Yeah, pinches yeah. a purse I makes mean, sense. People say purse to mean like, um, the, the, as like the whole cash value of something. Yes, they yeah. do. And in England, it's more um, used to describe what an American would call a wallet. Sure. Like we would call, in, a, in America, you guys, what you call a purse, we would call a handbag. Mm-hmm. And the purse goes in the handbag and it's full of the money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that all makes sense. And I was like, oh, okay. So I actually think that this, this the fact that it has such wide usage probably means it has more than one origin because mm-hmm. that only relates to its use in terms of kind of like money. Mm. Um, but if you're talking about the use of the word in other respects, um, I mean, I only found, I didn't find anything saying different ideas or controversies. I only found it to that people have put that it could be from a number of different European roots. It could be Middle Dutch from the Middle Dutch word Bonge, which is B-O-N-G-E, mm-hmm. which means stopper. Okay. Which makes sense bonge. for bung. Yeah. Bonge. Or the French bond, which is B-O-N-D-E, mm-hmm. which 
translates literally to bung or bunghole. Okay. Yeah. Or Gaulish, which is banda. Gaulish? Gaulish is uh, Celtic languages. Okay, the Gauls. I don't know if that's what it's called. Well, I mean, that, that, that was the, the group, the Gauls. The Gaul, the, peop, the Gaulish people. I don't know. I'm okay. sorry. I feel like this is like a Trivial Pursuit question. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that word is banda, uh-huh. B-U-N-D-A. And this doesn't make sense. So this this means the base or soul of a foot. So what that has to do with anything, I that don't know. Ba- <laughs> okay, I, I, I feel like that might be a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then maybe... Um, Originally, these words, or the word bung itself, could have originated from the Latin puncta, which is P-U-N-C-T-A, mm-hmm. which just means whole. So it's all kind of based around the idea of like a hole and you plugging a hole or filling a hole, like um, the idea of something's bunged up and it being blocked, you're filling a hole. Mm-hmm. Um the round piece of wood stop it, like a, stopping a hole or the bunghole being the hole in a cask or barrel um, or the verb to close or seal. It's, yeah, they're all pretty related. But I couldn't find anything anywhere about how in these two respects with bung meaning something to do with a purse or money and bung meaning something to do with stopping or filling up a hole. Mm-hmm. How either of these things bled into it being used in uh, eventually bung in, which just means to put something careless, which is the phrase that we started with. Put something somewhere carelessly and quickly. I've got no idea. No idea. That, that In fact, that... How that would even link. The initial definition in no way ties into any of the other definitions you've said, except maybe like the fact that you're bunging in something into the instant pot, you're bunging a hole shut. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's like to do with the action when you put a bung in a bung hole. Just bung it in. It's quick and careless and you just do it with no delicacy yeah needed maybe maybe but that's the only connection i can think of otherwise there doesn't seem to be much of one all right so there you go very strange yeah i mean so many definitions for the i feel so when we do ones like this i just feel so sorry for somebody whose first language isn't english oh my god (laughs) visiting visiting the uk and just hearing people talk and be like Okay, this is a new word for me. This is I'm adding it to my vocabulary, bung, and this is what this means. And then going to meet somebody else and have them use it in a completely different context. Right. With a completely different meaning. You'd be like, wait, what? Can I tell you one of my favorite like person learning English as a, as a extra as an additional language? Please um, do. So uh um this is something so uh, Guido, who uh first language is Italian, worked with me on cruise ships. Mm-hmm. Uh um one time we, I was going up the stairs really quickly and I went, ah, my knees. And he went, ah, my nephew. Because <laughs> like, if you were learning a new language, you might go, oh, these two words are kind of similar. That's weird. I wonder if there's any... No, there's zero correlation between niece and knees. But for someone coming in from the outside... Who's just hearing it. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was doing a bit. Like, he he wasn't, was joking. He was joking. But he, that is something that he probably noticed when he was learning English and yeah. thought, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, bung sounding like bing, bang, bong or whatever. Or bung having, like, however different different and many meanings. You you know, like, if somebody... And just changing one word. Like, somebody could say, oh, um, bung it in the oven. Or they were bunging it on last night. And you could be like, what? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then you got bunghole, which I assure <laughs> you, everyone who knows Beavis and Butthead listening to this is thinking, what? <laughs> That's well, what that means? <laughs> Don't put TP in there. Yeah, Remarkable. Wouldn't work. Yeah. Uh, bung. All right, and then now you can go out and use bung. <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's not offensive it sounds, in any way. It, it's not offensive anyway, but it just sounds complicated. <laughs> like, I have to use, uh, what, what do I mean this You time? have to be careful with how you pair Like Because we got... Bung it on, bung it in, bunged up, bung up. Um, yeah, you gotta be careful with the surrounding words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully the people you're with give understand them a bung. context. Yeah, give them a bung. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bung the man. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, we need to leave the restroom. Will you bung this man? (laughs) You want me to bung him up? God, no. Wild. Uh, Okay, Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Boo to a Goose. Um, We always do ask that you guys leave reviews at the end of the episodes, and we actually, uh, I checked, and we've gotten a fair few Especially in the last like week or so, so I want to give a specific shout out to the uh, the two people, um, oh three people, excuse me, who left reviews very recently. Hardly core, who got turned on because of our episode about Bob's your uncle. Great. Yeah, um, which uh, they've always been curious about it, and uh, a great podcast if you're into the likes of Lexicon Valley, which I don't know if that's mm-hmm. another podcast or maybe it's just uh, what they say about people who are really into learning word origins. People who live in Lexicon Valley, I bet it's another podcast. Yeah, I'll, I should probably Google it before. <laughs> I and also we have Spam Girl Fan Girl who called us adorable and informative. Oh. Uh, just said we're cute and they're and uh, they're a big fan. Uh, then we have a Bedtime Champ. Uh, we're uh, their favorite married podcast hosting <laughs> team. It's very specific, Thanks. but thank you. Thank you. I don't know how many others there are, but we're glad to be your top number one. Uh, and then these two were a bit older. Uh, from Back from October, we had Clicks Oars, who liked that we were a bite-sized little pod. Uh, sorry that our episodes are progressively getting longer, Clicks Oars. <laughs> and C.F. Sherman, who uh, just said, I listen every time a new one comes out, and it's always interesting. So yeah, um, that's you know n- nice and simple. That's exactly what we want. We just want people to be interested in what we have to say. We uh, are currently at 5 out of 5 perfect scores so far on iTunes. We'd like to keep that going. If you have any more reviews, um, we will read excerpts from reviews. And if you put requests in there, it's the most positive way, most likely way, that you will get it to happen. Um, additionally, you can send us an email at boodoagoosepodcast at gmail.com, or you can post something on our Facebook page, which just search for Boodoo Goose on Facebook and you will find it. It's already got a whole bunch of fans. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much for all the people that have reviewed already. Um, and yeah, please tell your friends. Yeah. And we're, it makes us really happy to hear uh, that a specific episode, Bob's Your Uncle, which is one of our most popular episodes, and mm-hmm. I think for, for an obvious reason, it's one of, you know, one of the ones that gets new listeners every, every week or I'm so. And one of the things that I hear people say when they're impersonating a British person in America. Is Bob's Your Uncle. Bob's Your Uncle and Cheerio. Yeah. Could we do an episode on Cheerio? We should maybe do an episode on Cheerio. Yeah, that'd be a big one. Yeah. Yeah, I love cereal, so that works. <laughs> um... All right, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. And this has been another episode of Boodoo Goose. Thank you for listening. And remember... Nobody says potato. Boo to a Goose is produced by Will Scoville as a part of the Comedio Network. Thanks to Hannah Wardle for the art and Max Abrams for the theme song, She Couldn't Say Boo to a Goose. Send any questions or comments to Boo to a Goose podcast at gmail.com.
Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host SupDoc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said SupDoc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Podcast. 